It's a great pleasure to be here today with you, with so many diverse uh, group of thinkers, uh, doers from all parts of life, who are ready to collaborate and create this better future which we need. Uh, first of all, I would like to say that we are having one home, and this is this planet. It's not the moon, it's not Mars or any other planet. And it is because, as we heard, because of the thin layer around this planet, which is called atmosphere. As a humanity, we've been putting quite a lot of greenhouse gas emissions into the atmosphere, especially during the last 100 years. And we are destabilizing the, the climate, and at the same time, we are removing the natural conditions on the planet to remove the carbon from the atmosphere and store in the soils and plants. And we all know that we need to change how we run economies, our lives, but we are living as well in the, in the world with quite many opinions. We hear different things from different sources. And uh, it's more important than ever to align this with science. Because when we are dealing with this systemic change, it will be so much more powerful if you work towards the same direction. And when it comes to climate change, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is a body that is assessing all the climate science that we have to guide the policymakers, but as well all of us, companies, individuals, cities, how to reduce the emissions, what are the consequences that we'll deal with, and how we need to adapt to make it happen. And so what does the climate science tell us? To avoid the worst consequences of the climate change, we need to do whatever is in our uh, power to reduce the emissions by half by 2030 and reach net zero by 2050. And we, when we talk about net zero, it's not that we will do carbon uh, offsets or that we do only, can only rely on carbon removal. It's about reducing the emissions. And that's what we need to bring as close to zero as possible and then neutralize the remaining part. And to do that, as I mentioned, it's uh, our common responsibilities as cities, governments, companies, and individuals. And it's great to see growing as well number of the countries which have already net zero goal. It's around 70 countries, more than 70 countries, representing 76% of the global greenhouse gas emissions, including the biggest emitters like China, the United States, and European Union. At the same time, we see the companies as well adopting the science-based targets. And today, one-third of the global market capitalization is covered by the science-based targets or companies who are committed to develop the science-based targets. And cities, which are a very important part of the solution. And we are here in Malmo where we can enjoy a big infrastructure which is enabling us to reduce our personal climate footprint. And we know as well that when we all act, we reinforce each other. So the more actions governments are taking, it's pushing uh, companies, individuals and cities to, to step up and opposite direction. So it is becoming a powerful ambition loop, which is enabling up to scale, scale up the action. At the same time, we know we are not there yet and we need to put much more focus now on the reduction of the emissions by 2030. At, 
at the same time fully operationalize the net zero commitment to be translated in political systems, economic systems, and social systems. And this is already happening, but we need to do faster and more be more complete. And here I would like to bring the example of IKEA as a company that I work for, and I've been working for more than 10 years now, starting with the supply chain and uh, currently co-leading the climate uh, agenda and bringing this as a part of the business transformation. And when we talk about the total footprint of IKEA, we talk about supply chain, about materials footprint, which are used within the products. It's about energy use in production, transportation supply chain. It's about our own operations, but as well the downstream part related to all of us. How we reduce the emissions connected to LED bulbs which we are selling, and that's why we need to improve energy efficiency of LED bulbs which we are selling. It's about how we reduce the footprint connected to people traveling to the stores. And we know that we can do a lot, but we need to collaborate to make it happen. And let me bring you a couple of examples. So we know one of the key actions is renewable energy. We need to get to renewable energy. And when individuals and companies are consuming renewable electric, uh, energy and investing in generation of uh, renewable energy, it's enabling cities and governments to meet their net zero goals. And at the same time, we need to advocate even more that governments are reducing the fossil fuel, uh, fossil fuel subsidies. Because we know that on annual basis, 550 billion euro is being used to subsidize the fossil fuels and to make them competitive to be on the market. At the same time, renewable energy became the cheapest source of energy. So if we will remove the subsidies, this will push us more as companies and individuals to save energy and invest in renewables. And to reduce our own uh, footprint and push the ambition loop, Inca Group, that is the largest IKEA franchisee, committed to invest 6.5 billion euro within the renewable energy generation. And we are close to 3 billion already spent because we know if we act, we are as well uh, creating more actions from other players and vice versa. It's influencing us, what is happening around us. The other examples is transportation system where we need the infrastructure. And that's why, for example, in Sweden, uh, IKEA will install 700 EV chargers across our uh, customer meeting points to enable this transition and to make much more convenient to drive with electric cars. But of course, we cannot do everything on, uh, within this journey, and we need to collaborate. The same like with the EV deliveries. So in 2018, we committed that 2025 will have only zero emission deliveries. At that time, there were not many trucks available on the market. But the importance of sending the signal from the demand side was very important to push this momentum more on the market. And it pushed us to work even closer with our service providers who are providing the delivery services, but as well with the truck manufacturers to develop the trucks. And that's why the net zero framework is enabling us and pushing us towards much more collaboration to solve the issues. There are more areas, of course, closing the loop 
to secure that all the materials and products are going in circle within the economy, that we resell the products, buy second-hand products, that we repair the products, and at the end, recycle mattresses, for example, as one of the areas when we took the action, because it's so difficult uh, today to find the companies which are doing the mattresses recycling, so actually we invested in the company to scale it up the capacity. And today, this company is able to uh, recycle as many mattresses as being produced in Netherlands, and we are going to new markets. And this is just one example, but there are more actions are, uh, are already happening, and more is needed. The same energy efficiency and food, which is important and very close to us, but has such a bad impact today how we eat on other living species on this plant and how much land it takes. So, going forward, we know that we can avoid the worst effects of the climate change. We need to listen to the science. We need to understand our own footprint as well as being transparent, where we struggle to, uh, to reduce it, and where we are taking action and, and succeeding. It, it is about having common goal, which is the net zero goal, which is bringing us together and aligning that we are going the same uh, direction. And, of course, taking action and reinforcing the ambition loop. Last but not least, it's about the vision of the future. And uh, so great that we have all of you here, because when we look what we see, we are driven a lot by the fear today. And the fear, it's not pushing us for more action. We are actually closing down. And that's why it's so important to bring the vision of the future when we build the resilience to have capacity to deal with the climate change and resource scarcity. But at the same time, this future it's with more affordable energy, which is clean. It is about zero emission transportation and better quality of air for all the people around the world. It is about food, which is sourced with smaller negative impact on other living species that we share the home with. And it is about, as well, more affordable through the circular economy. So, I will stop here and looking forward to collaborate and please reach out if you would like to be part of it. Thank you so much.